Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, it's Donald, and Kind Snacks has six new flavors for you to crave. Flavors like rosemary, strawberry, jalapeno, and raspberry. Each of the six flavors is made with number one ingredient seeds or nuts and has fruity or savory flavors depending on what you're craving. They're gluten-free with five to six grams of protein in every bar. Nutritious snacking doesn't have to be all blah and boring. The bar for people who love real food. Try all the flavors. Shop on KindSnacks.com today. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova's stores, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. Daniel, did you get you? your present? Sorry? Did you get your present? We sent you a present, Daniel. Did you get it? No, we didn't send you a present. I Wait. sent you a present. Wait. We did? We <laughs> did it? Yeah. No, I thought we were sending we in that it thing. Off for you. I thought Shut they up, were Donald. dropping it don't off. Don't fucking get on I thought they were dropping my... it off. You're an interloper. What are you doing? <laughs> interloper. No. Are you serious right now? Well, did check you outside get your, your set- door. Did you get your setup yet, Zach? <laughs> no, I don't. I have to buy this piece of hardware that I went on Amazon. It's not going to be for better or for worse. It's not going to be here for a minute. So you have some time to decide. Well, how long is, is bad, for me? You have some long, time to decide if this is a bad idea or not. <laughs> well, Daniel long, showed how, me what I need. I need this pad, this sample pad thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I found one on Amazon. And the one that we both said was perfect. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't coming right away. It's like going to be like, you know, a couple of weeks. Oh, a couple of weeks. Okay. Yeah. I'm, so isn't it funny in 2021 when, like, you buy something and they're like, a couple of weeks. Why isn't it here, like, prime, like, the next day? What the hell's wrong with <laughs> Why isn't it here right now? Right. Um, yeah, so you have a couple of weeks to decide if it was a horrible idea to get, to turn your key for that. <laughs> when, they say, when they say a couple of weeks, you're like, I'm not pre-ordering this shit. It should be here tomorrow. I know. You're like, a couple of weeks. Is it a mistake? <laughs> right. <laughs> did, I, did I input it wrong? Oh. <laughs> Yeah. What do you um, mean standard have mail? Have you seen this, this thing on your Explore tab on Instagram where uh, women are doing, I don't know the song, but it's, I can, this is the part I know. Um, small waist, pretty face with a big bank. I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, it's- listen, it's all over Instagram. And I'm not on TikTok, so I imagine this is a TikTok thing. And I imagine, okay. the, so, you know, on TikTok, these folks do a dance, they do dances, mm-hmm. right? 
Sure. And then now it's coming onto the Instagram Explore tab. I think that people are just just copying these or putting them on, or maybe the people who do the dance are doing it. But this particular dance is you like it. Well, I'm I have feelings about it because sometimes I mean, like you and I both don't mind a um a nice tush, and the song seems to feature women bouncing their booties. Yes. Have you seen the the the, the silhouette challenge too? No, what's the silhouette challenge? Oh, it's great. Uh, what's the song that they're using for the silhouette challenge? Uh, uh, it's like it's like a classic put song. Put your head on my show. And then so what it do they do in off, the silhouette? So it starts off doom, Right, and the girl standing there in like some baggy outfit or something right. that's not she's, revealing. Yeah. She's going to transform. Yeah. Then goes, put your head on my show. And when it goes to show, like this bass kicks in and it turns real like modern. And now the the clothes are off and the room turns red and it's just a silhouette of the body. And some of them were dope. Some of them are really, really funny. Some right. of them, some I of them. I kind of want to do it. I'm not going to lie. I caught Some of them get doing... real, like Tiffany Haddish got the best one, I think, out of all of them with her in Common, where she's do she does the whole thing, and then she shows her curves, and then Common comes in, and then it gets a little, you know, uh, Bridgerton on you real quick, you know oh, what I mean, like steamy, steamy like that, and then, wow. you, and she has on a wig during the whole thing, and then she pulls it off, and she's bald, and then it <laughs> pauses for a second, but I don't, I wouldn't mind, shoot. Tiffany, find it in a motherfucker, dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to tell you, I uh, this thing, this song is in my head now. And I I'm, found myself walking around singing, small ways, pretty face with a big bank. And I had to Google the big bank. I mean, I get it from the video, but it means that you have um, a big tush. <laughs> mm, indeed. What's the video that you're talking about? Well, all these, when you, you know, say big, like, ba- when you say big bank. You said you get it from the video, but they're talking about a big tush. Well, when they do their dance, there's a choreography to it. I'll do it for you. Yes, I can't wait. Thank you. Show me. Show me. Show me. Right. You go like this. You go. You go. You pull up your shirt and you go. Small waist, pretty face with a big bank, and then you jump and then you bounce it. <laughs> Nailed it. Stunning. <laughs> oh my Audience, God. I'm sorry you don't get to see oh that, but it was God. glorious. <laughs> really a disappointment for all of you. I don't have enough. Amazing. I don't have enough bank. I guess I don't. Have well, no, bank. it bounced a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> there was Small some change in there. You got some bank. change in the bank. I was walking around my yard today, like turning it into like an opera. I was like, small face, pretty face with a big bag. <laughs> but the people that are doing it seriously, I feel bad for them. Like, I mean, it's one thing to spoof it and like be stupid about it, but don't you think it's, I don't know, there's people doing it like showing off their. I'm not hating I don't know. on nobody. I guess that's, I guess that's the point of, nobody. I guess that's the point of Instagram. If you get your attention by showing your big bank and you take it seriously. Good for you, man. The girls all seem to do a laugh like, oh, isn't this so silly that I did this? You know, I didn't add that to mine. Let me add that. Okay, wait. (laughs) You got to do, part of the thing is that you do a giggle like, I'm not taking this seriously. Isn't this so weird that we're all doing this? All right. (laughs) Small waist, pretty face with a big bag. (laughs) I added, you guys didn't see it, but I added the laugh. I can't believe I'm doing this. (laughs) 
Jack. Oh my. Sorry, I reached that. <laughs> Please never yeah. apologize. I've reached the level of quarantine where I'm fucking doing TikTok videos for myself. Good. Good. Express yourself with us. Express yourself. Hey, hey, hey. Let's get hey. into the show, man. Let's just get into the show. Is All there right, some... baby. Count us in. Welcome, fans. We love you. We're here for you. We're here to tell you some funny stories. Donald, count us in to America's favorite theme song. Wait, before we do that, what? Daniel, Joel. Yes, hi. sir. Hi. Hi. Great. How's it going? Yeah, we're great. It's going very well. Right on, right on. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, here's a story. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday Friday to you. Happy Friday. You know, now LA LA restaurants outside have been reopened. How do we feel? Do we feel brave enough to try this? No. Not yet. No. 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 I'm not there yet. Because the idea idea of going and sitting outside, if the tables were spaced apart, is so enticing, isn't it? To like a little smidgen of normalcy. I did it once at the top of quarantine last year and it was, it creeped me out. Like at first I was like, oh my gosh, just like back to regular. Like we were maybe two months in and I was like, yeah, I'll just like, I'll go with some friends. It's very spacious. They had, and they were like really respecting all of the rules. Like it's like eight feet away, but then everybody has their masks off and yes, they know we're outside, but still we know that it hangs in the air for like a full 16 minutes and it's like it it and then the waiters are coming up and I feel so bad they're like shielded and and masked and they're interacting with all these people and they're touching cash and I'm like this is not good like this is it's too many warning signs every couple of minutes it really freaked me out well there's a restaurant that Donald and I love that where they have an outside I'm not going to reveal it because I don't want people to blow up our spot but they they do it in a very safe way all the tables are spaced the waiters are in shield. You don't. You you do a Q. What do you call it? Q R code for the menu. You don't. You sure. don't touch anything. There's no cash. It's credit cards only. Okay. I don't know. I'm just. I'm just saying. I'm probably not going to do it. But I, I got titillated by the idea. It'll be a. Se- it'll be a second. I will say this, Joel. I don't know about outside if it hangs in the air like that. I think breeze and things like that and particles drop when outside. I think when it's inside. We don't know. Who the hell knows? Well, this is. We know this, that outside is one is one is, step better than inside. Is we know better that. than inside. So I don't want to put. I I don't want to scare anybody because when you said that, I was like, wait a second. Sixteen minutes in the air outside. How is that possible? It kind of freaked me out a little bit. So I just want to. I did sure. not mean to freak you out. It, now Donald's it, not even going to go outside, Joel. You should. You should definitely feel you know people. People much smarter than I say it's it's good to go outside, just wear your mask, and it's fine. But you can't keep your mask on if you're eating. <laughs> it's, it's well, no, even they're saying even out. They're saying as long as you maintain safe, pretend like everybody has it, right? And pretend like mm-hmm. you have it, obviously. And mm-hmm. so keep your keep your mask on. But if you maintain if you maintain the social distancing, it's okay to run around with you know exercise without your mask on. You know, in areas where people are as long as you're maintaining your space but it has to it has to be the distance has to be there did you spend today donald i did not spend today oh interesting today i had a thing i thought we were doing a a peloton thing with each other and you look great i Um, lost weight i don't know if you noticed a little bit let me i know i know you saw it in the video when i did my big bank but (laughs) oh wow yeah 
I've lost 10 pounds, Zach. Good. Hell yeah. Mazel tov. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I'm excited about it. I'm happy for you, my brother. I am doing it too. Um, I have a new guy I used today. They all, every Peloton instructor has a different catchphrase. And his is, um, he goes, if you feel, uh, if, uh, fuck, I'm forgetting what it is. His name, Yo, he's an Asian, um, a British guy, and he's really fun. And, um, oh, he goes, if he feels good and you know you should, let's turn it up three more points. All right, <laughs> if it feels good and you know you should, let's turn it up five more points. Oh, my gosh. Not doing wow. the British accent justice. My girlfriend would be cringing, but. <laughs> <laughs> I suck at a British accent. Like, I can only do, like, the whiny guy from freaking Harry Potter or Monty Python. We're going on a walk, are we? That's the only yeah. British accent. I'm not good do. at it either. Every time I do it, um, my my girlfriend and her family are like, "Oh Jesus, <laughs> that bad." You know, what we should do whenever anybody from uh, the the Great Britain area uh, does a American accent, we should act like it sucks, even though it's really good. We should be like, the "Problem That's the is, worst is that fucking the problem is they doing. they're they're often very good at. It. I mean, flow is." Flawless at it. Um, act like act like she sucks. Pretend she sucks. Just lie. Fuck it. Fuck it. Lie. What she got? She doesn't know. She doesn't she, really she knows she because know. she goes she on sets and people are like, "Wow." Well, you could be like, "They've been lying to you. They've been lying, they're lying to you. They're lying. Yeah, to they've you. been lying. They've been lying." She doesn't really know. At the end of the day, she could be like, "Am I saying it right?" You could cast doubt because it's not her native tongue. It's not the I native know. sound. Just, you can I think British, British people are better at doing American accents. Although, if you're not a professional, like a, an actor, I my experience is that a lot of times they sound they, they revert to like the valley girl thing. They go, oh my god, you guys. Like, right. that's their default. Right. Because that's what like, they think Americans all sound like. Oh my god, you guys. Like, I'm gonna keep it 100. I have yet to hear a British dude sound exactly like they're from Brooklyn or Something like that. I've yet to hear that. I've yet to hear that. I've seen I've seen British dudes uh, come across as tough and uh, uh, as American hoods do, but I've mm. yet to see them come across with the at. You know where I was like, damn, that dude. He's where's he from? He's from where? That's that's like from Brooklyn. That's like from Manhattan, or that's like from Uptown, or that's like from the Bronx. I'm sure there's that an example. Like, I just I've don't yet, have one in my. I brain. can't find. I can't find one. I can't find one because most people that play these characters are people from California or something like that. It's rare that you have people that are, there are a few people. There are a few, but it's rare that you have them actually playing Brooklynites or people from Manhattan or people from the tri-state or from New York or something like that playing these characters. Usually it's somebody Daniel, like, what like do you from Chicago. Like- I was just going to add that I'm, I'm tempted to agree with Donald in the sense that like uh, – it's tough to do American dialects. I think there's a lot of, you know, British actors and people from different countries who do a very standard American yeah, generic, very well, yeah. totally get it off. And the only person that I was going to throw out there that I think does a particular dialect well is Dominic West in The Wire. His his very his Baltimore is What about like, sorry, I forgot the name of that amazing uh, African American Idris actor. Elba. Idris Elba. Idris Elba, he does it pretty good. Idris Elba he does a great sounds a little, Look, Idris Elba is dope, and he's, you know what I mean? He still has his little British things in him when he's when he's acting, dude. But he's the fire. Look, don't get it twisted. I think Idris is the man. I mean, like, I think he could do. Don't <laughs> yeah. don't all of a sudden turn me into a hater and stuff like that. No, but I don't I'm know. To, no. Here's a perfect example. You know who sounded like it? And he's not from there? Was Wood. Wood, I, you know, I would believe Wood more than I would believe 
any of these other cats because he actually has a genuine connection to that type of urban American uh, urban life. So you want to talk about accents? Yes, I I agree with you. British people do great American accents, but when you go specific, yeah. I don't know about all that just yet. I've yet to see it. Saoirse Ronan is pretty amazing too. I'm always surprised when I see her speak with her natural Irish brogue. Is that what you call it? Yeah. Ale? Well, yeah, good brogue. Um, Donald, should we get into this, baby girl? Yo, let's do this. Hey, yo, Daniel. Funny episode. No doubt, Daniel. I feel like this beat it might be a little. Uh... Whoa, I'm gonna stop. I feel you. like the this one. No, you shush, shush, shush. I feel like this beat might be a little Adam's Family-ish. You'll understand what I'm saying when we're done. You ready? Oh, you want him to change? Hold on. You want him to change Here we go. Up the beat? Here we go. Hold and on. If I mess get up... the stopwatch going. I got you. You don't need the stopwatch. <laughs> but the last beat was Fuego. No doubt. They're always Fuego. All right. Thank you. All right. Here we go. Here you we ready? Go. And go. Hey, yo. Carla loses Rowdy. The janitor has a scroll army. Turk's dreams are coming true. And Elliot fights with Molly. J.D. Does it want to hurt nobody? The Todd has super hearing. He enters and it's comedy. The dark side is so powerful and useful if you're fearing. Fear can save a life that's crazy, right? Like what you're hearing? Fake doctors, real friends, DJ Daniel, Joel, Monique, ZB. That's the recap. Thunderous applause, sir. Turn your key. Whoa! Dude! Here we go. Incredible. You just got into your Hamilton bag, dude. Dude, that's oh, the best one you've ever done. Look, I, look, I got goosebumps. Whoop. That's the best one you've ever done. And you hit Whoa. 32 seconds. Oh, that's, my God. Damn, not even 30. I was trying to get 30. Damn Dude, that was I have so many Amazing. <laughs> what led you to take it to So much marijuana. Next... <laughs> <laughs> inspired my day today. All right. So Are much marijuana inspired my day. Oh, God. day today. <laughs> All right, so you're crediting Ganja for that because I would have. Uh, I was I'm... sitting in my house watching my kids and I was bored. Okay. So While boredom. they were doing their Zoom, and I was like, I'm going to write this down. So like a rap a, song. It was a combination. But, but, but you always are high when you write these, and this one was particularly great. I don't know what happened. Something got into me today. I feel like ODB. Something got well, into Dan, me. Dan, you put really on the got you gotta, you gotta make sure the beat is is worthy of that. I, I was, I was just going to say a little peek behind the curtain. All the beats that I've played you are like, you know, beats that I've made over the past like four or five years, whatever that oh. is. Pull from the bank and just like, you know, little bits here and there. This oh, is thought, gonna be. Oh, what? you might do an, an original. I, well, they've all They're been all original. original. I'm saying you original. might do one just completely for this. fresh. Fresh. This is, this is, this, this will be. Pun, this will pun be, intended, Daniel. Th this is gonna be a. Uh, this is gonna be a brand new one for you. Well, let's see if the, fan, if the fans like it. Maybe we'll oh, do this every once in a while. They're going to love it. Every, they're going to love it. What, what, I'm a fan of yours, and I love it. So I don't know why anyone wouldn't. That was really good. Um, this episode is very funny. I laughed, I laughed a bunch. I laughed a lot. I did. I, um, I did, too. We, we meet Stephen for the first time. Um, this is the episode where Stephen comes into our family. Where, I, was, uh, I was so confused because I thought he came in a different way. I had no idea that the janitor was spoiler alert i didn't had no idea that the janitor actually named steven and found steven i had yeah. no idea I and becomes sort of attached to steven he really doesn't want carla to take him <laughs> and he, he he sort of laments that he he's not going to be able to take him to the park 
He really bonded. <laughs> the janitor. Now, this is one of the more surreal. This is one of those things where Bill, you know, we joke about how Bill probably should have put it in the fantasy, but chose to put it in the real world. And that is <laughs> that the janitor captures squirrels, kills them, taxidermies them, and collects them, and has made a squirrel army. Not only that, he's he's holding committee. He's holding meetings like a yes. committee. Yes. Yes. And he's obviously schizophrenic or some condition because he believes that they're all talking back to him and says, like, Gregory, do you mind if I right. lead the meeting? <laughs> right. Yeah. And he doesn't discriminate on names either. Like, there's Leroy. There's, there's a bunch of different names. Um, it's so bizarre, but funny that the janitor has a squirrel army. I remember, I remember them, the prop guys trying to collect enough taxidermied squirrels. You can tell that it's like sort of a bad comp of, of copy and pasting more into the shot, but I don't think he really, I don't think they, they, they certainly didn't make and or track down what looks like 50 taxidermied squirrels. (laughs) (laughs) He also sold his squirrel army. For Steven. So Rowdy's lost. He feels bad. He goes searching, can't find, then takes his squirrel, puts his squirrel army up so yeah. that he can get Steven and give Steven to Carla so Carla won't get in trouble. Yeah. With he Turk. does a trade. He does a trade. Now, I understand leaving something on your roof. We've all done it a coffee right. cup, a, 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 a stack of papers. Would Carla really accidentally? Why did Carla even put Rowdy on the roof? I don't know. I, I, what, I, what, what was going on in her day that she thought, while I quickly get my keys, I'm going to put Rowdy on the roof of the car? It just doesn't make any sense. You'd put him down on the ground. He's, he's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't. Well, it's clear. She, clearly, she doesn't see Rowdy as a dog anymore. It's now. I just don't understand, Donald, the movements that went quickly while I do X, Y, or Z. I'm going to place him on the roof of my car. Mm-hmm. Right. You got to so kind of be like, add, you kind of got to be like, right. It doesn't you gotta add lift. up. You got you to lift. There's, there's extra energy, whereas putting it down seems like the easier. How bad was that backwards effect of, the, of Rowdy falling off the car and then landing perfectly in front of that kid? That was so bad. How about Carla taking Rowdy to get washed? Right and Danny Rose. Yeah. So uh, if you're curious uh, and you want and you're someone who goes back and looks at these after we talk about them, um, in the scene where Carl is trying to get Rowdy cleaned by a groomer, there's two guys behind the counter and there's one who's washing a dog, or cleaning a dog, whatever, or grooming a dog, and he's like, no, and that's Danny Rose, who was Bill's assistant when we started. He was in all of our first auditions with Bill. Um, he yep. was really, really involved in the casting of the show with Bill. He was and the then, one I used to bug all the time when we before we ever went to before we went to production after the pilot. I used to be like, "Danny, when do we go, man? I need this money, dude." I used to call him all the time. What day are we going? Oh, really? When do I shoot? Yeah, all of that That's, stuff. So anyway, he then, of course, over the years, um, got promoted and got promoted, and by the end, he was he was uh, running post production for the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the way, Bill texted me this morning. It was so funny. He was like wanting to come on. He's like, "Hey, when can I come back on?" I was like, dude, "You can." <laughs> I was like, dude, you can come on whenever you want. The fans love it. We just assume you're you're, you're such a mogul. You're so busy. He's like, I can come on. When can I come on? <laughs> it was the most random text. He was like fishing That's for cute. when he could be invited back on the show. I love it. I, love I think it. he loves coming on more than he would admit. 
Well, it's he thinks it's his show, man. Well, it is <laughs> his show. No doubt. It's, it it's, is. It's indirectly his show. Right. At the end, well, at the end of the day, it is yours, Bill. It's your show, Bill. And I'm glad that you love it. Um, but I'm he's glad like, okay. you love your show. I was like, I was like, come on, how about I go? How about Tuesday? And he goes, okay. I go. He goes, should I send an interrupting bill in the meantime? <laughs> I was like, if you want to send an interrupting, you know, bill. it would be funny if he did if he was on the show and then sent an interrupting bill also while that's on the funny. show. That's a great idea. That's next level. I would that's, love for him that's to like do that. Inception, Billception. Whoa. He just finished shooting. Um, he's done a ahead of the class um, remake. Oh, nice! Oh. And I believe it stars instead of a uh, old white guy, a uh, young Hispanic woman. The the actress whose name I don't know. Um, will you look it up for me, Joel? She was the, I guess the, uh, on one day at a time. She was the oldest. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I know kid. what you're talking about. I, I believe she, if I'm not mistaken, she's the star of Bill's Head of the Class remake. She's a really good actress. Isabella Gomez? That must yeah. be it. Yeah, it's her. What's the X now that people do, Joelle? La- 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 Latinx? Oh, Latinx? Latinx yeah. or Latinx? However what is that? What is that about? Oh, okay. So, Latina, if you're a female, Latino, if you're male, people were like, I fall in between those binaries. Latinx has come about as a way of like, hey, this describes all of our community. Everyone can fit under this banner. Right. So they so so people prefer that as to saying Latina or Latino. They prefer it's Latinx. still very hotly contested amongst okay. the Latinx community. Well, I'm not I a part be, of it, but I've I definitely wanna be, uh, I want to be respectful of whatever yeah. they whatever they prefer. I, I feel like it's it's a perfectly respectable term to use. I don't think anyone's gonna be like, no, but there still is like some some conversation happening. Is about... this where ex Tina came from? No. No. Okay, so this isn't where Christina Aguilera got <laughs> no. This is much later, much after. That's like X Miss. You've heard of Latinx, right, Donald, or no? No, it's my first time ever hearing oh, it. It's a new thing. Oh, really? By the way, I'm a week off Twitter. Can I get thunderous applause for being a week off Twitter? Yay! You missed my big announcement yesterday, though. Oh, what you did. It? What's your big announcement? Yeah, I got a PS5. What? <laughs> Slow it down. <laughs> Slow it down. <laughs> Daniel got a PS5. Oh, okay. That would have been great if you came out on Twitter. Um, Daniel, I support I support you. Whether it's my year gay. anniversary with, with my girlfriend is in, in two weeks. Oh you gotta gosh, get all, Why are you getting all defensive, all man? All, come on, dude. Calm down. There's no room. I was just trying to. Make, I was trying to tell Zach about my PS5. Daniel, why are you so quick to not want to be gay? Not want to be gay. What it's not that. He just isn't, though. <laughs> We're all a little gay, Daniel. Oh God. Okay. Some of us a lot. <laughs> oh my god. Um you got a PS5? That's what you're celebrating? Yes. Yes. Not as exciting <laughs> as you coming out, but okay. You got <laughs> What's happening? Um what game did you play? What 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 is your most exciting game you've started playing on the PS5? Oh, it hasn't gotten here yet. I, oh, I you only, just got I, one. Oh, I, I, it was it was I I won the rally yesterday of beating the bots to the Walmart final oh. to the final button. Congratulations. Okay, so oh, wow. hard. So you'll be more you get... excited by what's outside your door when we're done with the show because uh, Mark um, has dropped off a, a signed copy of Stop. the Garden State. It's there right now? L- vinyl. It should be. He went out Go on a mission. Go get it. Go see if it's there. If it's not there, then he then he's out. It's on its way. Daniel was in his underwear. I just want you to know no, that. No, he right wasn't. <laughs> that was his underwear, dude. He was in boxer underwear. He, he was sensitive. in boxers just now. That no. was that was his under. Was that not his He's underwear? Not Joel? Come to work Joel. in his underwear. Oh, his underwear. <laughs> this you is his co- job. He's not coming to work in his underwear. 
Okay, Donald, well, he certainly would not name. stand up and expose himself. Let's see, let's see what happens career. when he walks back in. Let's that's see how people oh, okay. got. That's how people get ruined their careers. Those are oh, they are shorts. <laughs> First of all, they're shorts. First of all, shorts. wireless headphones. So I'm just taking y'all with me. <laughs> Second of all, these are called shorts, by bro. They <laughs> look like underwear, they're, dude. No, they they're so tiny because they go above my knee. They're yeah. black shorts. What the fuck are you talking about? They have, they have pockets. I'm not Allen Iverson here. I'm not like fighting to have shorts below the knee or something. I like hey, them a little bit higher. Did you, yo, you know that the NBA players never were allowed to wear those shorts above, below their knees. And so as baggy as those shorts got, they never went below their knees. They were always at the at the, you were absolutely right about that, Daniel. Daniel knows yeah. his stuff. By the way, I've been watching that show. Um, I know I'm late to it, but the last dance. Ooh. Mm. I think mm. I might like sports now. <laughs> Well, you the like last, the drama. Nice. You like the drama of it. Well, the no, drama in, all, is amazing. in all seriousness, I got to say that documentary is, is here's how you know that documentary is so well made. I have as as well documented. I have no interest in sports. I'm fascinated by that documentary. It is so well done mm-hmm. and I, I love it. It's so that you know what I love 30 the, for 30s. You'd What's like that? those a lot, too. Do you watch for 30 30s? for 30s? No. Oh, ESPN oh, just has a series of documentaries where it's like. The, the great emotional highs and lows of sports and just real, real quick deep dives. And then they have short ones, too. They're like eight minutes long. I'm obsessed. You, with, would, I don't yo, like you would love them. You would love them. Watch, watch the Dennis Rodman one. You'd like that one Ooh, a lot, it, especially one. while watching this 30 for uh, watching the uh, one that you're watching right now. Yeah. Watch the Dennis Rodman one. But the too. filmmaker no. who made this 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 last dance is clearly so talented i mean you know, it's so well told yeah. and then yeah. they're so good I'm, I'm getting goosebumps as i think about it just the way they like they'll have the cold open and then there'll be something will be said and then they'll cut to the fucking title sequence and it's yeah. so good it's so dramatic and That's jordan great. is such an interesting i love now i know why all they had all those memes of jordan smiling looking at the ipad <laughs> yeah because Dude, that's what i'm about to say Some that's the funniest the shit and him and saying and and i took that shit personal that yeah. is the truth dude yo listen i wish I wish I had that button where I could take anything anyone said and be like, oh, really? Well, let me prove why I'm the right best at it. I got to tell you, right. that, let that, me prove why if I'm anyone, the best If you're at listening it. and you need any inspiration for haters being your motivators, this guy, no matter <laughs> what happened, would use it and go, okay, motherfuckers, you, don't, you doubt me or you doubt my team, you doubt what we can do, watch. No, it's and not that, you doubt my team. It's definitely not you doubt my team. It's you doubt me? Yeah, you doubt I'm me. I'm Michael motherfucking Jordan, dude. But I thought it Never was really, me. but I thought, I just thought it was inspirational from a, forget sports point of view, just a human being that is so driven and so competitive that he feeds off of people doubting him. He feeds off of people saying, you're done, it's over. I, I, I just thought that was really inspir- inspiring for, for people, you know, no matter what you do, that you can go, okay, all right, watch. Yeah, and then do it. Mm. Um, all right, we're going to go to break, and when we come back, we're going to actually talk about things more than just Rowdy. I have this, I wrote down so much for this episode. But wait, if you had My Adam's we'll apple made fun of, and I'm really not okay with it, but we'll talk about what the fucking we'll Adam's right apple we'll even right is. Back. We'll be right back. Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. 
How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. Kind is calling all flavor chasers. Hey, it's Zach here, and Kind has six new flavors for whatever you crave. Is it something sweet? Try the new seeds, fruit, and nuts bars with flavors like dark chocolate, raspberry, and pumpkin seed. They're made with sweet raspberries and cranberries. And the number one ingredient, seeds. And for something savory, Kind has you covered. Try their roasted nuts and jalapeno bars. Or grab the rosemary nuts and sea salt bars. Savory snacking has never been this delicious. I know your mouth is watering. I personally love the raspberry. Mmm, mmm, Donald. Let me tell you, I could eat 10 of those a day. Oh, really? Rosemary's mine. All six new bars are gluten-free and have at least five grams of protein. Kind always leads with nutrient-dense ingredients like nuts. Explore all the new flavors waiting for you, like strawberry sunflower seed, orange cranberry pumpkin seed, and paprika nuts and mesquite smoked sea salt. This is the bar for people who love real food. Try all the new flavors of Kind Seeds, Fruit and Nuts Bars, and Kind Savory Bars. Shop on KindSnacks.com today. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure... It kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor! Gene, we'll boot it! Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and Vlastor on the business. I understand now. He's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back! Bill would occasionally take digs at us and our own physical appearance, like the fact that this episode has a whole thing about how I have a giant Adam's apple. 
Well, yeah, there's that. But we can't stop the rowdy talk just yet, dude. I know okay. you want to get into that, but I gasped out loud when Carla dropped rowdy. We gasped in the show. I that really so gasped funny. out loud. I was like, <gasps> like our, how our, dare our, you? Our collective gasp together was really funny. I laughed at that. I, I, I did it with us accidentally. <laughs> like it was simultaneously I did it. Well, let's go to uh, the top. So JD wears leg warmers to the gym. We learned that. Um, Cox accuses him of wearing leg warmers while he's on the, on the, on the ball. How is Doug still working at this hospital, dude? How <laughs> does he still? Killed... He should be fired by now. It's so funny that Cox goes, Doug has killed so many patients that he might be a government operative. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by the way, do you notice that when Cox says, go, Doug, 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 go, 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 you idiot, she doesn't have the right thing. And he goes over there and they reveal like it's a young girl. Like he's like, he's not, he's just, fucking, wrong... he's not just fucking up with seniors. He's fucking up with like children. No, he he goes to the wrong bed. No, there's another. There's two girls. There's two young girls in two beds next to each other. Wow. I mean, it was probably just you know someone put the the background person there, but I just thought it was funny that it's a kid. Well, he eventually gets moved to the morgue where it's safer for Doug to to work. Right. Because he knows about. I don't death. know when that happens, but uh, it's coming up soon. It has to because he, <laughs> it has to pay off soon because this dude's got to get out of there. I'm wearing he, an he Alphabet City. I'm wearing an Alphabet City T-shirt, and you know I used to live in Alphabet City. What you know about Alphabet City? Bro, I used to live in Alphabet City, Avenue A and 7th Street. Really? Yeah, for those of you who don't know. Did you go below know, D? Did you go below D? Well, you meant east of east to D. And um, I, you can probably go to D now, but when I lived there, you didn't go to D. You didn't go get that D. Um, <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, there's an area of Manhattan called Alphabet City. Um, the avenues, go, you know, when they get past one, they become A, B, C, D. And... Um, when I graduated in Northwestern in 97, I moved to an apartment, 103 Avenue A, uh, 7th Street and Avenue A, and it was awesome. I mean, it was, it was a great you place to live. live when on se- you lived on 7th and A? Yeah, I lived on A. And actually, there was a restaurant. It's no longer there. It was called 7A. And mm-hmm. I couldn't even afford to eat there. They had a breakfast that was like four bucks, and I couldn't even afford to get the breakfast, I remember. And I remember thinking one day... I'm going to be able to just get a, this, this, this $3 breakfast whenever I want. I mean, Damn, you, that, there's this crazy time. That's real talk, man. That's broke, broke, man. Well, I just we, had, you know, you know I, my, my, when I first got out of college, my parents were helping me out a little bit with, with rent, and I was PAing on music videos and commercials. But I certainly didn't have, like, you know, I had, I had buy a box of cereal money. I didn't have... Don't yeah, especially the, when especially when you could get a bagel and cream cheese for like fifty cent at right. the deli. You know what exactly. I mean? It, exactly. It, it totally. I I totally get what you're talking about. Like if I would have spent three dollars, I remember there was a ham. My dad didn't want us eating pork when we were kids, right? But they would get. But they would give us like three dollars for uh, lunch, right? And that had to be for the whole day. So I got to eat. Uh, and usually you would have your lunch tickets for school. So I would take the three dollars and I'd go to the arcade and play video games after school. And three dollars at the arcade—that's a lot of video games. But there was this ham and cheese sandwich that was a dollar ninety-nine, dude. And that's I remember a, that's thinking, a deal, dude. And it was like so much ham, cheese, and I hated mayo, so I would make them just put mustard on it. Mm. And I used to be like, "Yo, isn't it and- funny when you look back? When we're gonna do this show, are we gonna do that show, Joel, where we drive around LA and talk about our old haunts?" Yeah, uh, Donald should be getting the car next week. We're working on dates we're for gonna that. Be, uh, we're going to be doing a show where we where we drive around. We're going to 
it'll be a special episode where we all four of us get in a car and we're going to drive around LA and just talk about like different things that happened to us. Um, it's going to be fun. I can't I remember. I, I got in so much trouble for buying that sandwich. And I remember my oh, dad. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to jump your story. You, I, you showed, I showed my dad the sandwich. He was like, what the fuck is this? I was like, it's a ham and cheese sandwich. And he took that shit and slammed it so hard in the trash can. He was like, you don't ever eat pork. Why was he so anti-pork? My dad told me, when I was a kid, my dad would tell me things like, pork eats the skin off of your veins. Don't eat that shit. Mm. I grew up kosher, so I didn't eat pork either. Yeah. You know, uh, I, 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 that's a good question. I should ask my dad where it came from. I know uh, a lot of African-American families uh, stayed away from pork uh, when I was a youth, and I, I, I wonder. I, should, I wonder I, what his reason. I should. Was. I should ask my father what that is before. Maybe I it's the Samuel Jackson reason um, from yeah, Pulp Fiction. I don't dig on swine. I just don't <laughs> dig on swine. Right. <laughs> um. Anyway, so yeah, Alphabet. If you want, if you're if you're walking, if you're in Manhattan, go visit uh, 103 Avenue A and wave for me. Um. How about the giant sip take I take from the punch bowl? That was funny. Omer, very big help. sip. <laughs> very big sip take. Very big sip take. And then we gasp. I laughed at our gasp. And then I go, "Don't listen to him. He's drunk on cheese." cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Carla's being very aggressive with Rowdy. I just didn't. I didn't like it. Even this many years later, I didn't like it. She wants her space. It's that's what's coming. It's coming. Um, yeah, it's you, gonna be time you, for you, me to. I'm gonna get kicked out. Pretty soon you got to get kicked out, man. It's coming, and, um, and that's what what's when... great. That's what's great about Bill and the writers. They're building it. It's not going to be something that comes out of nowhere. They're showing you Carla getting sick and tired of all of this stuff, and and even 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 if she's all right with it, kind of, it's like I need my own space. It's got to be me, Turk, because we're going to start a family. You see it coming, man. Yeah, yeah. Poor poor JD. Poor. Um... <laughs> Um, Rowdy comes to life. That was funny in the fantasy where all of a sudden he tackles Carla. Yeah. Jump, yeah. 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 And then I go, easy boy. She ain't worth it. She ain't worth it. She ain't worth it. You easy boy. She ain't worth it. <laughs> hey, yo, I got a question to ask. What? Is Heather Graham boobing on purpose in this episode? <laughs> There's a lot of cleavage. Holy hmm. shit! It's dude. distracting. I think it's Ken like Winningham. Even she even squeezes it a couple well, of times. I don't know, but Ken Winningham also framed for it. There's one shot where it's like it just comes around Heather, and like her boobs are just bouncing on the bottom of the frame. What the? Wow! I noticed it. She um she looks she looks great. Yeah, and and that preempts you know. You were this. distracted. You were distracted. I was very distracted by it. And then when they talk about making out and out of nowhere. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Twice the Todd runs in. He steals the show every time, dude. I don't know. I can't. I can't. I don't know what it is, but that makes me laugh every time. One time he runs in and he's fresh out of the OR. He's in the middle of surgery. No, he's he was in the middle of a transplant. He was in the he, OR. They, say, they make some joke about kissing each other. And he runs in in his OR uh, uniform. And he yeah. says, and they go, no, Todd. And he goes, Back to the transplant. Right. <laughs> and then the next time they're arguing, and she says, you were make out with me like you said we were going to do. And yeah. out of nowhere. From the shower. Did I just, from the showers. Build, sud it up. Sud it up. Did I just? Uh, no, Todd. Oh, man. 
And he's Rob funny. Mascio. He's, he's funny. funny. Rob Mascio, I know you listen. You're a funny man. You're very funny. We have this random thing we did on E! with uh, with Rob that's coming out. Yes. We have a little surprise for you, listeners. I'm going to give you the first tease. Uh, e, e! has this show where they, they get cast members together and, and you sort of do some random activities. And me and Donald did it. Coming soon to E! Do you know what it's called? No, I don't. It's something like reunion. Like road trip or some shit like that. Road yeah. trip reunion. And Joelle and Daniel are, uh, have, have a cameo in it as well. <laughs> so you visit heaven. And it's a I diamond. visit heaven and I see all the people that I've been who's who've died under my watch. Now I imagine there's way more people than that that have died under my watch in but I think four, these are in all four the years. These, these are the ones that got featured on the show, including the patient I lost in the pilot. Is that who that was? Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know uh, who that was. Yeah. You're talking about the probably, old man. Well, they were all pretty senior except for um Tim. Hobart's wife, but um, the right, but yeah. he's well, he had a line though. He was like, oh, I, I forget his line. Yeah, they all. Forget yeah, me. I think yeah. they all had a line. But anyway, okay. yeah, the guy you probably didn't recognize was the guy I lost um in the pilot. Wow. Um, yeah. So to remind you, audience, Cox is talking to JD and JD's interns about how you're going to kill someone. It happens. Everybody kills someone. You're going to kill someone. It's going to be your fault. And so JD really gets insecure because he doesn't think he's he's accidentally killed anyone he thinks you know people have died but not not because of a mistake he's made and so he gets so insecure even he doesn't even want to do a a, a tricky procedure because he's worried he's going to kill someone and there's a funny bit of dialogue with with one of the women that's under his care and, and uh she says can i drive my trans am and he says that's not up to me it's up to the police and the owners of those horses you killed and she says they were everywhere and I go, you were on a racetrack, Mrs. Carter. <laughs> yeah, I noticed she something. She mowed down horses on a racetrack. I noticed something. What? And this is my first time noticing it, so please don't, please don't make fun of me, Zach. I'll never make fun of you. I love you. I know that we're a medical comedy. Yes. But every time we come into the hospital, there's always a medical joke. Did you notice that? That's what analgesic is. All of these things are how we start off. I always start, I, I don't know why, but this is how we start the show off a lot of times. You're implying that the show often opens with a medical-related comedy? I don't know if that's um, true. Okay. It happens a lot. It goes, boom, boom, and then it's the medical joke. Bow, bow. We, right. Boom. Bam, bow, bow. And then it's the medical joke, and then we go. Or on if the, the show is extra long. Wow. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> the one that I like the best is pew, pew. Can you imagine you're a composer and you're like, wow, done. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Jen? Was that Jen? I finished, finished my homework. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, Jan did a good job. I'm Jan, yeah. you're very talented if you listen. Um, uh, those are called stings, everybody, in in, mm. in the parlance of, of score, when you just need a little moment. Wow! Or big it bow Bim, bim! Wow! <laughs> um, Molly tells the truth. I love that. She can't help Elliot herself. Ha- yeah, Elliot has 
a patient who is an addict and needs a heart transplant. Yeah. And for him to get the heart transplant, his file has to go up against the board and they have to deem him worthy of right. the transplant. Because they don't want to give it to someone who's, a, who's a still an addict. Right. And, uh, you know, this guy, he comes in with his kid and, you know, everybody wants to live. And, you know, when it's brought to the board, Kelso asks Molly straight up, is this guy a liability? And she tells the truth. Mm-hmm. And it fractures her relationship with uh, Elliot temporarily. But still, yeah. uh, that's the only way to do it, right? Like, if you were put in that situation, that's what you do, right? Of like, course, if you have integrity. I mean, it speaks a lot to her character. She's like, look, you're my friend, but I'm I'm not going to – this is too important for me to not be truthful. Right. I don't – I do think, in my experience as a psychologist, uh, that he's a, he's a great risk to, to – um, you know, fall off the wagon. But is still, but is willing to not say anything and let this thing go through also. Yeah, she's letting you know her do I mean? her thing. Well, she's letting right. her do her thing. She's not, she's not involved until and she, she is. And she didn't, and she didn't have to go either. She was, she goes to show Elliot support. You know what? I'll go with you to show support. How about that? I'll hang out. Yeah. And it turns out Kelso, Kelso flips and is like, well, we have a. Well, and to, 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 uh, to Sam Lloyd, Ted the lawyer is so, um, <laughs> oh my god! I laughed out loud when he goes. Yeah. First of all, they both know his name. Molly and and Elliot know his name, and he can't believe that they know his name. <laughs> and and uh, and he's like, "Yeah, they can have whatever they want. They know my name." And Kelsey goes, "Why don't I open the floor to those people who don't currently have erections?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god, that was funny. Very funny. Very very funny. What about um, the thing where I go, first of all, I saw Beard Fassay in the ICU, and now I have this total neuroses. Whenever I see Beard Fassay, he's, like, he's everywhere. Why aren't you in the pharmacy, bro? You're not, he's everywhere. Yeah, but why is the pharmacist, because I'm, I'm currently on a kick where I think that Beard Fassay is the main pharmacist of the hospital. There's obviously a lot of prescriptions that need filling. It's a huge old hospital. Why are you in the ICU, Beard Fassay? I have no idea why he's in the ICU. I'm I have a whole I have a whole thing going on with Beard Fussy. Every time I see him, not in that, not in the pharmacy, I'm like, bro, get back down there. Um, Elliot's uh, pretty petty, also. How petty is Elliot? Well, she's pissed. She feels betrayed. Yeah, but when she wins, she rubs it in her friend's face. Yeah, because she she. But then again, she was wrong because the guy disappears. Right. But when she wins, she's like all up in Molly's face, like she pages her. So that's she a can. funny bit, though. So she goes, <laughs> she goes, you don't want to mess with me because you know one of the reasons I came as a psychologist is I really know how to pinpoint everyone's insecurities really well. And and Elliot's like, oh no, you don't. She goes eyebrows. And Elliot, Elliot, they cut back to Elliot, and she's already sobbing. <laughs> she's got her her mascara is running down her face. And I'm like, Elliot, are you really that insecure? And she goes, giant Adam's apple. And I go, mm-hmm. my, my, my lip starts quivering. And I'm like, I, I need to go. And then, and, then they, and then they card cut to me, and I'm in a fucking red turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was hilarious. 
The yeah. red turtleneck? Like, if you're going to wear a turtleneck, why are you mind wearing, like, a but fire you're wearing engine a red, red one? You're wearing a red turtleneck while you pre- while you perform a, a minor surgery, too. Yeah, so. yeah. But I look so funny. I think turtleneck. I, I can't pull off a turtleneck, but maybe I should because of my giant Adam's apple. But I, I just think they always look so funny. <laughs> yeah, I remember. It's yeah, I remember, red, too. Listen, I remember Matthew Perry did that show back in the day uh, where he wore, where he used to wear turtlenecks all the time. Not Friends, before Friends. Matt Perry's been around forever, right? But I remember there was like, when I used to ride the subway back in New York City, there was one with him and um, he was on the show, but the cover- Joelle, can you find out what that is? I didn't know that Matt Perry uh, was successful before Friends. Matt Perry was very successful before Friends. He was in a lot of things before Friends, actually. Hitting up his IMDb page. Is Friends going to be our our, uh, our our rewatch show after Scrubs? No, a lot it's of not. people have I, requested it. I don't. Well, the reason I my, my thinking behind it, Donald, is it's that and Seinfeld and The Office are like the most watched ones. We want to pull the most. I, I people think we in. should. I think we should be a, a, uh, obscure and do things that are a little bit different. I promise you. I think there are some shows that are very funny that were just as successful that. Uh, we could do like a different world. I'm trying to tell you right now, that would be fire. You watching Hillman College would be fire. But I just no. don't know as many people would tune in for that. Like that, the audience is a, tuning in. The audience is tuning in be, for Scrubs or obviously. Hold on. Before uh, there was Friends, there was a different world. Before there was all of this, Cosby and a different world and Cheers ran Thursday night before Friends and all that stuff. And We and could do Cheers. Same type of Cheers numbers. rewatch show? No black people in any of these shows, dude. That's oh, okay. the problem with all I didn't this, know. Man. Okay, I didn't I'm know. I'm keeping it 100 with you, man. Oh, Some of this, okay. uh, it's like, look, man, what, what am I? I'm going to watch a bunch of white people tell white people jokes to hold. Nope, not being racist, but that doesn't, it doesn't, I, I can't relate. <laughs> I, I didn't know that you were saying in so many words you want to pick a show. Marissa Tomei, Marissa Tomei is in the first season of A Different World, man. There's a white person in that. There ain't no white people in any of these shows you talk about. Not Cheers, not Friends, not any of them, dude. 100. Okay. Well, I didn't realize until now that your objection was related to um, African-American representation. I apologize that you didn't know that. Uh, Perry had guest spots on West Wing. Growing to all the African-American people out there. I'm sorry he didn't know that, y'all. Boys Will Be Boys. Is that the show you're thinking of? Where Matt I think Perry it's Boys Will Be Boys. I think well, it's Matt Boys Perry Will Be Boys. How about when the janitor says, I'm still a little drunk from breakfast? <laughs> That's funny. What about you at the strip club with the stripper? That was a great moment. As Do you, you remember see, shooting that? I don't, but you could tell I was having a great time. You really looked like you uh, were, were, were method acting. You, you really was in your bones. <laughs> How about you? Uh, so Carla Fantasy, is it a Carla Fantasy that she imagines you're in a strip club? Why, why is your character in the strip club? Uh, because she tells him he can go to get him off the the scent that Rowdy's missing. To, oh, to... is that said in the show? Did I miss it? She says go to a strip mm-hmm. club. Yeah, she uh, says yeah. go. Yeah, she gives him the. She goes go to a strip club because he's like I can't find Rowdy anymore. I don't She's think like, any woman would actually do that. <laughs> okay, I don't think any woman would be like, ah, oh, I need to distract my husband. Here's cash. Go to his strip club. Carrie Brothers. At the end of the show. And yeah. Aloma, Aloma has one joke in the whole show, and she nails it. When this is all over, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I laugh so <laughs> Yeah. 
So Carrie Brothers' Blue Eyes. Yes. This had been on the Garden State soundtrack um, beforehand, just so you know. Um, yeah. And Carrie, the funny thing is, is Carrie singing the song in the karaoke bar. He's singing his own song. I think have we should you, end today's episode with Blue Eyes since we can. Okay. Have you ever experienced that before, though? Have you ever experienced karaoke where an artist has walked in and <laughs> sang their own song? No, that's a thing. Yeah. I have experienced that before. Really? Where? Do you remember uh, before it became the Pink Taco? What was that? Or uh, It was the sushi spot on Sunset. So it was before it was Pink Taco, it was like Miyagi's or something like that, right? Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think it was something like I that. I never went there. Yeah. They used to do. Jamie Foxx, one night, they they used to do a karaoke night, right? Mm-hmm. And it would be packed. And I say, when I say packed, I mean, like, it would be packed to the point where you'd be stuck at the bar, but there'd be people on stage, and it's Hollywood, so you got, you know, actors and actresses. Like, you know, Jamie Foxx went up once and did a song, and he did, like, Do Me Baby or something like that with a bunch of his friends. You can and do me in the, in the morning. morning. Right. You can do me in the night. Tila Tequila jumped up and sang a song. I forget what it was. Anyway, one night, this young lady jumps up on stage. Tequila. No doubt. I love it. I love it. Tequila, tequila is one of your examples of uh, celebrity. It get, it's going to get even better. <laughs> one night, this young lady jumps up on stage and sings Celine Dion's Near Far, Wherever You Are, I Believe That The Heart. Right? Nails it. Kills it. Immediately after she's done, everybody's going crazy. Onto the stage walks Whitney Houston. What? Shut up. If I... Oh, no. No. Joelle's going to cry. This is amazing. I would only be in your way. Oh my God! Are you sure Sing. it was her and not an impersonator? <laughs> I know it was her because she came up and said hi after me, and we hugged and everything like that. Oh my God, dude! It was dude sang the whole song, kills it. I to felt a, so to, bad to, I, to a karaoke track or like acapella to the karaoke track. Oh my God, crushes it! I felt so bad for the young lady who came up and sang Celine Dion right before that. Like she, like she murdered it. But the freaking star power—you know how you play rock band and the star power happens, and you yeah. get. That thing oh, yeah. hit so hard, man, like the whole room turned, like that blue that happens. I felt it. I felt that energy, right? Wow. So she crushes. This is where it gets real awesome, too, because, you know, I, I love this brother. Immediately after, Bobby Brown jumps up on stage and does my prerogative. <laughs> no. It was the best night ever. Dude. What the hell? It was the best night ever. It was like, it was one of the Dude, he jumped up on stage. It's my prerogative. Did the whole thing, man. Like, it was, it was, it, I could, I, that's why I ask you, have you ever seen, so Carrie no, doing his is, own song, I get it. So, this yeah. is reminding me of one of the most embarrassing moments in our history together. Do you know what it is? No. You know, I, you know how you like you cringe sometimes. I think remind me if I've told this on the podcast before. But like sometimes, do you ever have that thing in your life that happened that makes you cringe and like you have to like shake it off because you're like thinking of how embarrassing it was? Yes. Well, this is one of mine. Donald and I were at a party and um, we were in- intoxicated, and um, the DJ struck up um, 
I don't want no scrubs. <laughs> and Donald and I both went. No, 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 me and my wife started walking off the dance floor. No, you're going to buy it comes, back. You're going to buy it all back. Here comes ZB high-stepping. High-stepping. High-stepping <laughs> like it was his freaking bar, bar mitzvah. High-stepping <laughs> like it was his bar mitzvah. I don't want no scrubs. The scrubs is a guy that can't get no love from me. And I was like pointing like, yeah, with me. <laughs> <laughs> We're the scrubs. So embarrassing. Uh, I'm telling you, I will be falling asleep and think of that moment and like shiver because it's so embarrassing. But yo, that happens. All right. So like when we were coming up in New York and stuff like that, when I was coming up and I would go to clubs, if you went to a club and the DJ was there and you had uh, like were in movies or in TV shows or something like that, and there were songs that were related to that, the DJ would play it to acknowledge you and oh. acknowledge the fact that you're at the party. So, so do you think the DJ did that for us? Definitely. But you were you acted like you had never that had never happened to you before. Like the it thing hadn't. Supposed, it hadn't. I know, but you're supposed <laughs> to act like you've been there before, dog. You're supposed to I think act it was like, in Kate Hudson's backyard. It was. Oh yeah. Oh, in front of Leo, in front of all of them. Yeah. This it motherfucker. Was, it was worse. It was worse because it was in front of all these A-list celebrities. Oh uh, <laughs> so cringy. But Donald, I think you're minimizing the fact that you definitely raised your hand I in did, the air to, I did. to fucking to be, raise the dude, roof. You're my, listen, if anything, you are my best friend. It's kind of like in the show. I can't let you go out like that. It's kind of like in the show. But I remember being like, oh, this guy. Dude, it's kind of like in the show when uh, when JD lies down next to Turk um, on the ground at the basketball game. Yes, yeah, that's you, exactly. You, you, joined me, you joined me and went all out. You're like, all right, he's going to make a fool of himself, but I'm not going to leave my buddy out there to fucking hang himself alone. All right, Joel, is the guest here? This is here. All right, great. We're going to go to break, and we'll be right back with a guest. Reboot your credit card with Apple Card, the only credit card designed for iPhone. It gives you up to 3% daily cash back on every purchase. Plus, Apple Card has no fees, not even hidden ones. Apply for Apple Card now in the wallet app on iPhone. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Variable APRs for Apple Card range from 19.24% to 29.49% based on credit worthiness. Rates as of February 1, 2024. Terms and more at AppleCard.com. Kind is calling all flavor chasers. Hey, it's Zach here, and Kind has six new flavors for whatever you crave. Is it something sweet? Try the new seeds, fruit, and nuts bars with flavors like dark chocolate, raspberry, and pumpkin seed. They're made with sweet raspberries and cranberries. And the number one ingredient, seeds. And for something savory, Kind has you covered. Try their roasted nuts and jalapeno bars. Or grab the rosemary nuts and sea salt bars. Savory snacking has never been this delicious. I know your mouth is watering. I personally love the raspberry. Mmm, Donald. Let me tell you, I could eat 10 of those a day. Oh, really? Rosemary's mine. All six new bars are gluten-free and have at least five grams of protein. Kind always leads with nutrient-dense ingredients like nuts. Explore all the new flavors waiting for you, like strawberry sunflower seed, orange cranberry pumpkin seed, and paprika nuts and mesquite smoked sea salt. This is the bar for people who love real food. Try all the new flavors of Kind Seeds, Fruit and Nuts bars, and Kind Savory bars. Shop on Amazon today. 
Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor. Gene, we'll boot it. Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and Vlastar on the business. I understand now. He's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Gene. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Yeah, Woohoo! Good, Let's see who we got today. Back. Let's see. Oh, we have Katie Price. Hello, Katie Price. Hi. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Katie Price and friend. And friend is wearing a Wish I Was Here t shirt. Hello, my friend. What's your name? I'm Eric. What is it? And Eric. Eric. Eric, nice to meet you and thank you for repping Wish I Was Here swag. That's a dope shirt. Uh, where are you guys calling from? We're from a small little city in Michigan called Albion. Okay, I never heard of Albion. But I am noticing that Donald is going to geek out because you have uh, Star Wars prints on your wall. What are, what's well, the story I, behind those? Well, They're the awesome. first one, the first one on uh, above Katie, that's the uh, shield generator from uh, Return of the Jedi, and it looks like an Adat Walker. What is that? Adat Walker. What's the Adat Walker made out of? And then above, I can't, I see a speeder bike, and I can't tell what. It looks like Dagobah, Yoda. Yeah, Dagobah, Dagobah system, guys. Dagobah. Wow. <laughs> four for four. Well, dude, you what an entrance. You've got Star Wars prints on the wall and I wish I was here t-shirt. You had us at hello. And they have a debunking in here. Eric wrote in. Okay, to tell Eric, us a story. go ahead. Go ahead, Eric, tell us your story. So I've been listening for the entire run of the podcast. Thank um, you, sir. I was I started running last year, and this was my podcast I listened to while I was running. 
Great. Nice. So I'd always hear the guest and like, wow, it's so cool. They call in, they get to talk to you guys. Like, I can't think of anything that I could bring to the table to be a good guest until the recent episode with Sarah Chalk. Okay. And you got to the words of the end of it. And Donald seemed to think that there's no way that anyone could date, break up, mm. and then years later, get back to get <laughs> married. Yes. Okay. I want to hear. Wait, I want to. First of all, wait, hold on. Don't shut, don't shut. I'm not going to. Listen, man. Listen. Stop it. Stop listen. it. Stop it. Stop it. Let them have their moment. They're going to have the moment. I just want to make sure that the rules are clear. No. Well, you guys aren't... broke up. You guys broke up because one of you what one of you was an asshole though, right? Okay, yeah, cool. Him. We're in okay. it. Okay. All right. Good. Okay. Let him tell the story. Okay. Go ahead. What's your journey? Tell us your journey. So, I moved moved away from my first couple of years of college and then came back to my hometown college where I started to date a girl from my high school right away. Little did I know that this girl from my high school was dating this. Friends with me. Friends with, sorry, yes. Girl I was dating was friends with this absolute rocket here next to me. (laughs) Right. So I started developing feelings for her, broke up with the first girl, started dating her afterwards. Wow, stud. Dated dated for a couple years. And (laughs) towards the end of the couple years, we started to grow apart a little bit. Things got sour. I wasn't the most mature person. And... So we both graduated and I moved away and she went to grad school. So fast forward a couple years, I'm living out in Las Vegas. She comes out there for a conference. We meet up, hang out a little bit and maybe start to rekindle things. And then of course I'm the asshole and break things apart again. Oh man, that's two strikes. I know we go our separate ways for a couple more years Fast forward to 2012. I'm still in grad school um, doing my PhD. um, And I hear from him for the first time in years because things were not good after the whole Las Vegas shenanigan. Um, And he was like, hey, I know we haven't talked in a while. I'm going to be where you live. Um, Are you around? And I felt kind of bad for him because he was going to be by himself in this city where he didn't know anybody and it was his birthday. So it was like, I'll throw him a bone, you know, wow. like, you're just... a nice, you're a nice woman because he, he had had two different periods of being a jerk to you. Yeah. And I also, I have to say, uh, it was a good thing we broke up because grad school was a really good time of personal growth for me where I got really good at like loving myself and being single and just having fun on my own. So, so you, you, you sort of, you did your own thing. You got, you yeah. got some, you got some of that. Yeah. Donald, go ahead. You guys are you guys aren't giving a good example. I'm going to be honest with you. <clears throat> what are you talking? Let them finish. Okay. So Sorry. our paths kept crossing though over these years. Somehow no, you don't have to be right. Let them have their moment. Go ahead. I'm going to be right at the end of this. This is a this this couple right here is destined to be together. You can so, tell from when they met. This is this is when Harry. <laughs> this is a nice little meet cute. All right, that's going go ahead. on here. Don't go worry on. about don't worry about him. Go ahead. <laughs> so we hang out. On my birthday when I'm in her city and we go back our separate ways, fate brought us back together again at a friend's father's funeral, brought me home to where she's teaching. She's now a college professor, brought me home to where she's teaching. We meet up again, rekindle things. She makes it very clear to me at this point that if you met, like if we're getting back together, this is for real. Yeah. 
I, I also, in the meantime, um, had a very strict policy with anybody else I was dating. Like we date once, if we break up, there's a reason it's over. So you didn't, with other, with other people that you saw, you didn't ever go back. Of course not. Yeah. But you um, obviously, you obviously had strong feelings there. for this That's guy right. because there's, you, something yeah. like, there's something special about this there guy. There's something there. Well, so that's kind of the underlying thing is that I, I was truly and fully in love with Eric when we were in college and I knew what it felt like to truly be in love with somebody. And I, I promised myself that I would never get married unless I felt that way again about somebody. Mm, good for you. So we get back together, start dating again. She lays it down. Like if this is happening, like we're getting married, like if we're dating again, this is it. Like this is the ultimatum. So I was hundred percent. I'd done my own personal growth at this point. I'd matured. I was like, yep, I'm in. So we start dating again. We move into, we move back to the same city again. And we got engaged in 2015, got married in 2017. And we're coming up on four years next month. Congratulations. applause, Daniel. Well, congratulations. I, I'm a romantic, so I love stuff like that. Now, Donald is going to say why you don't meet the criteria that he set. Go ahead. Okay, so this story already comes from love. So you knew you were in love all the way back then, and you just were waiting for him to get to the level that you were at. So therefore, all of the breakups in your heart, because you were in love, were kind of like, you know what? He kind of holds a place. I'll see him soon. Where the story would have been, would have been held the criteria, the girl that you broke up with to get with her after you, that, and you got back with her, that I would have been like, holy shit, that's, that I would have never, your story right there, I, that's kind of like me and my now wife. I chased after her forever and ever and ever, and then she finally said yes. Uh, she said yes when she knew I was ready. It sounds like the same thing with you. It sounds like it sounds like you came back and you were like, gee, how do I keep messing this up? And she was like, well, I'm here. And you're like, well, what's up? And then you're like, oh, I'm going to mess it up again. And she was like, when you're ready, I'll be here again. I, I was not sure he was ever going to get his shit together enough, though. But you were banking on, but you had in your heart, you knew. Well, not, I, I'm not going to say in your heart, but you were hoping he did. Yes, I was definitely hoping. Um, you're so uh, lucky that she's so cool. Dude, you're yeah. a very lucky man, dude. You are a very lucky man, and I hope you understand this, because anyone... 100%. Okay. Anyone who is willing to put up with some bullshit like that yeah. to two wait times. for you to mature... Two, two times where he's like, I can't... It was, it was more. It was many more times than that. He, <laughs> oh he somehow always found his way back into my life and then destroyed me. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm so destroyed, happy that it... Destroyed is a heavy word. That... I'm gonna say, damn! But <laughs> I know, damn. Uh, well, I, it has a happy ending, and that's what we like. And we love people to be happy and in love. We're we're in the process of finding Joelle love here on the show, as you know. Um, we're still waiting on someone to sponsor the Joelle love segment. Um, all right, guys. Well, that's a great story, and <clears throat> welcome to the show. And do you have a question for us? Yes, we do. Um, so we've been. Fans of the show, that's one of the things we bonded over when we first started dating was the show. She she was watching it first. She got me into it. And I like that. That's what's up. And <laughs> so it's been something we've been watched. We, we rewatched. We also don't recognize the ninth season as being a thing. That's not part of the original <laughs> yes, show. I've never those... actually even seen it. Yeah, neither have I. 
I've never <laughs> watched be... one. I've never watched one episode of the ninth season. I don't think I've ever watched an episode of the season. It's going to be really fun when we get to it because we'll be seeing it for the first time. We have the DVD box set from seasons one through eight, and we stopped it. There. Yeah, yeah, that's that's <laughs> so, what we we recommend that. With so many stories being told during that time, is there any story that you wish had been told, or any story in Scrubs that you wish had been told differently? Hmm. I wish we would have met Turk's father. Why More did than... you have a father? Did you not have a father? I think he does. I'm pretty sure he does. I don't remember why they never ca- chose to cast your, your I thought father. Billy D was the dad. No, Billy D was <laughs> uh <laughs> Billy D was uh 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 Zach's uh girlfriend at the time's oh, father is that godfather. He was? Godfather. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he's really Billy D. And he's really Billy D. Williams. Yeah. Yeah, because you go Billy D. Williams. No, I go Lando Calrissian. Oh yeah, Billy, D, <laughs> Billy D. Damn it, it's Billy D. Damn it, it's Billy D. Damn it. Lando Calrissian. I told I, I told y'all the story on what I did when I did that to him yeah. in real life and what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Did not go well for me. Yeah. I don't know if you're going to be playing young Lando anytime soon. Well, it did. It didn't happen. It did. It already didn't happen. And the meme that you posted online was one of the worst things you've ever done to my. I remember being so upset, but so f- thinking it was so funny when Lando, when Donald Glover was announced as Lando Calrissian. Zach Braff posts the picture, the meme of me in the back, in the in the car from Clueless when the truck comes behind me and I'm yelling, and he and he wrote under it, "When you find out you're not playing Lando." Savage. <laughs> I forgot I did that. That's funny. That was, it was so. I remember being. So, I remember laughing you so were hard. Mad? You were legit being, mad, dude. When listen. When it said, I, I didn't mean to hurt listen, your listen, feelings. Listen. When it said Lando Calrissian is going to be played by Donald, and then dot 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 dot, I think ever, I think all media was fucking with me that day. I think all media was fucking with me that day. They didn't. Just, they, they could have said Donald Glover right away, but they wrote Donald dot 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 dot, and I was like, I got a chance. Click. You thought you might not have been warned that you had been cast as Lando. You're like, like Look, I'm just reading the news. What I don't, happened I don't to me? I don't know how shit works. You hear people are freaking driving in their car and they get nominated for Academy Awards and shit like that. I was like, maybe this is how the shit happens for me. Maybe my life gets turned upside down like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. The same way, that, you know, maybe it happens over the, the, the trades. Maybe that's how I find out. And All it right. didn't happen that way. I think I'm, you, I'm hoping that's how I find out I'm in one of these Star Wars shows. Donald Faison is cast as such and such in one of these Star Wars oh shows. Man, I got I to gotta make that happen, man. I, I wish there was something I, I wish. I There's wish I nothing you can do unless you work for Lucasfilm. I w- let's talk. Speaking of, are you guys watching any? Uh, I hate to do it, but I'm going to. Are you guys watching uh, WandaVision? We haven't watched today's episode yet. Oh, my God. It's so good. Dude. I know. Joel. Dude. Turn your key, Joel. Uh, it's turned. I, I haven't seen it yet. Is it? Is it? Is oh it, my! Oh, listen, okay. if you have you have you, Daniel, not, you like it? Daniel's not I, watching. I, seen it. I don't watch it either. Daniel's not watching any of any. I'm just happy like you're that. watching a TV show, my friend, because you don't normally. You only you know watch why, finales. Why? Because it's like a movie. Because it's, it's like crazy a movie. to watch it. It's it is like a movie. so, and the way they flawlessly move between television formats and film formats is. Mind blowing. Then they got like top tier actors. Tiana Parrish, who is just 
Killing it. There are not words to describe Killing the it. talent this woman has. If you see Bill Street could talk, she's the main girl in that. They cast her in here to play Monica Rambo, one of the Killing baddest it. mother effers ever to be in Marvel. You can curse Joelle, it's okay. Thank no, you no, no. the baddest no, no. motherfuckers ever. Oh, no, Joelle, no, no, no. Is that the first time we've ever cursed on the podcast? No, I'm trying to, I'm trying, when it's PG and Disney, I try to stay away from the, well, I'm trying you, to corrupt, Joelle. I'm trying to corrupt Joelle into, turn, into turning to the side that I'm on. We have two takes. Uh, we can elaborately bleep me out. But the show is, re- it's very, very good. And I love, um, why can I not think of Wanda's actual human name? You mean, you mean, uh, Elizabeth Mary, Mary, Mary Kate and Ashley's sister? Yeah, the little baby <laughs> sister. Oh, she is so talented and really holding down the fort on this show. It's exciting. I don't know where it's going. It's a really great in a year where we haven't had a Marvel movie. It's like a really interesting way to be like Marvel to move into the next phase. Like, I feel like they're maybe one of the very few companies that is like, this pandemic might work for us. <laughs> like, we can build a ton of story out and explore new worlds and really get people into the, whatever our second wave is going to look like. So i huge fan of this show. Really enjoy well, it. If, well, if, this, if this is what TV is now, if this is what television is going to be, holy cow, we are, it's about to get, it, it, we're about to jump to the next level. You know, uh, if Disney has taken over where Lucasfilm left off, they're doing it right because TV is now. It's it's a it might as well look it, it's it, it is a movie. It looks just like the movie, just like it, and it never did that before. And now we're there. When they go from the four by three format and it starts to slowly pan out and then go to the widescreen, like you know, it's about to go down. Like right. something. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I want to check it out. Yeah, I, I've been hearing great things about it, and that's something I'll watch. Donald, we're going to have a show that we both watch besides Mandalorian. I love it. Uh, all right, what's your next question? Um, so I know that uh, Scrubs has been said to be one of the most medically accurate shows. My mom was a nurse. She was even like, this is the closest it actually is you know, to real life in a hospital. Um, it's also very useful in academia. I swear... Somebody in the writer's room took a COM 101 textbook, opened it up to chapters about listening, identity, and um, conflict. And I can't tell you how many times I have watched uh, My Own American Girl, uh, My Office, and My 15 Seconds um, Mm. to teach those concepts in the classroom. Do you use them them in the classroom? Yeah. I've watched them with my students. You're that you're that cool in. teacher that rolls in. Remember when we were in when we were in public school and they would roll in the TV cart and you were like, "Yes, TV That's cart." <laughs> yeah, so I've gotten I've gotten some students in two scrubs. Um, Thank you. We appreciate you. But I'm curious if uh, since it clearly has applications to lots of different areas of life, if you have heard of any other um, industries that have found scrubs to be useful. No, I personally haven't, but I love the fact that you see that. Um, um, I, I don't think I've ever heard of anyone referencing it besides the, the medical community, which uh, seems to really love it. It's yeah. good for teaching because it was a network TV show, so there's not a lot of swear words or yeah. graphic sex or anything. So you can play I mean, it. there was some oh, graphic sex. I mean, there's a lot of Todd. A lot of Todd, Todd's lot. package. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty sexy for a for a for a network show, though. I think, yeah. especially in this episode, Donald's uh, getting gyrated on by an erotic dancer. 
Well, no, Turk is. I wasn't. Turk was. Well, you <laughs> were in acting. real life. All right. I was acting. You don't was, remember shooting acting. that? You don't remember shooting that scene? There's so many strip clubs, Zach. So much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It just goes together with all the other experiences. All right. It's time, ladies and gentlemen. Drum roll, Daniel. I want a drum roll here. Timpani drum roll, Daniel. It's time for a tiny town in Michigan's favorite segment. It's time to fix your life! All right, go ahead, guys. How can we fix your life? You seem like pretty happy people, but we're going to do it anyway. So this is kind of a fix our life plus probably fix a lot of people's lives. Yes. Um, we've, we've done, during pandemic, we've done puzzles. We've done baking together. We've gone for walks. We've kind of done a card lot games. of card games. We've done a lot of stuff. And so we're kind of running out of things to do. So yes. is there anything that you guys have done with your significant others or other people in your lives that you can share that we can also do to stave off some boredom? Great idea. Um, we started a garden. Oh. You have a you beautiful have, garden. Do you, you have, have room a for a garden? Beautiful garden. Yes. I know it's freezing because it's Michigan. It's not yeah, the season. Weather so for that, a garden. Yeah, sorry, it's not going to work. We oh, live, sorry, four, sorry, four. we live in LA where it's seventy right now. <laughs> but what but can, you can start doing what seedlings can you, inside. I was about though. to say, what can you grow that by by May you can plant and be ready to? You know what I mean? What is there that you can do indoor and then take it outdoor? Because then it's like you're 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 creating a baby. Yeah, a little she's right. Baby you of... could you could you could do seedlings like in your window. Um, it is fun uh, to watch everything grow. That's something that that we've done that I really enjoy a lot. What What's the favorite thing that you've planted? Tomatoes. I mean, it's not the season even in LA for tomatoes, but we planted so many cherry tomatoes, and it's like they're green, they're green, they're green. All of a sudden, one week it's just like so many. You have to we just give them away, and you eat them off the vine, and they're so delicious. And heirloom tomatoes, we had, we had, I mean, I was just like giving tomatoes away to all my friends and neighbors because we have so many. Yeah, Donald. Why Yo, you don't have to raise did, your hand. You're the co-host well, I don't want to, I don't want I don't want to cut you off. Why, why don't you guys do grapes? That would be great. I did. Oh, them? No, you, Zach. Um, you. I did imagine uh, having, just because I think that um, vineyard uh, looks so cool, like just doing a so section cool. like that. But um I don't know. There's people, there's companies that like, if you have like a small amount of grapes, you know, not like zero, not like nothing, but like, you know, a, a low amount of grapes that you're only going to get a couple bottles of wine out of. There's companies that will take all your grapes that you harvest and make you like two bottles of wine f from your crop or whatever it is. I don't know. I think that's that would be really cool if you got some wine, if you made some wine and then put it up. On the fake doctor's real friend site, I, I don't think that I could uh, could make enough wine on my on my in my backyard. It's one to... bottle. It's oh, one, one bottle. bottle. One, one bottle. bottle. Wow. We bid on it. We have people bid on it. Charity. And it goes to charity. And it goes to charity. Yeah. That would be so cool, dude. That is a good idea. That would be so cool. I just have to plant. You know a what, <laughs> guys? Guys, forget about fixing your life. We're gonna fix Zach's life now. Zach, this is what down, you should down. do. Ticka, ticka, ticka. <laughs> You're welcome. This is what you should do. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, what else can we tell them to do? Um, um, Have what's you guys fun tried to painting do at all? Like it's it seems sort of sometimes trivial or silly, but I I like just painting, like just moving paint around and experimenting with colors and mixings, and it's like a small investment, but once you have it, like 
on a nice sunny day, you just want to like go outside and paint a field and, and you can easily track your progress as you grow as an artist. And then you have nice gifts for everybody. Birthdays, holidays, just because just be like, oh, you moved in here, have a painting. You need something mm. on your walls. It's like it's just a really lovely like hobby that you can do it by yourself or together. I got yeah. one. Go ahead. Now you're going to think it's weird and you're not going to want to do it. So it sounds great so far. Maybe you will. Or maybe you will. But I do, I, do, I do animation, and that could be something you could get into together. You know what I mean? Um, why not? You got a bunch of time on your hand. It takes a lot of time. Well, you're, you're, this is, you're, you're saying, like, this is, a, this is a hobby that you're very skilled at and have had 10,000 hours of experience. You're, that's right, not something you, you don't just dip your toe in stop motion animation. Sure you do. That's how it starts. You say, hey, you know what? Let's get try. Get some Play-Doh. You get some you got, Play-Doh. You got yeah. AT-ATs on the wall. You got, you know, you got a bunch of Star Wars stuff, so it's clear that you're into that type of uh, stuff. So why not, why not create? You guys could create your own little shorts, create your own little mm-hmm. – the software is inexpensive. It doesn't take much. You could even buy Lego or whatever yeah. to tell your story. Uh, By the way, what do they call that series of Lego – that where they're like the town where they you know not really like creator creator yeah Yeah. that series if you want to really it's like i thought of it like doing a puzzle in a sense that it's a big ass house and it's not meant for a child i mean i think it says like 16 and up or something but that's fun to do together that's something i I didn't do during the pandemic but i have done when i was procrastinating and supposed to be writing i was like i know what i'll do i'll write after i build this giant lego house (laughs) I have another really quick idea that my friends are doing that are a couple that is like they're reading to each other every oh. night, which I think oh. is just the sweetest thing. Um, I don't know. You're a professor. So maybe you're like, girl, I don't want to read anything else when I get home. I'm done. But if you you guys enjoy Star Wars, there's an entire new line of Star Wars books coming out um, that are really well written. If you're into Star Wars, it's High Republic. It's years before the movies. So that's kind of fun new universe to dive into. I just spend like two or three hours reading to each other each night, and I just think it's so romantic and sweet. <laughs> it's very sweet. Kind is calling all flavor chasers. Hey, it's Zach here, and Kind has six new flavors for whatever you crave. Is it something sweet? Try the new seeds, fruit and nuts bars with flavors like dark chocolate, raspberry, and pumpkin seed. They're made with sweet raspberries and cranberries. And the number one ingredient, seeds. And for something savory, Kind has you covered. Try their roasted nuts and jalapeno bars. Or grab the rosemary nuts and sea salt bars. Savory snacking has never been this delicious. I know your mouth is watering. I personally love the raspberry. Mmm, mmm, Donald. Let me tell you, I could eat 10 of those a day. Oh, really? Rosemary's mine. All six new bars are gluten-free and have at least five grams of protein. Kind always leads with nutrient-dense ingredients like nuts. Explore all the new flavors waiting for you, like strawberry sunflower seed, orange cranberry pumpkin seed, and paprika nuts and mesquite smoked sea salt. This is the bar for people who love real food. Try all the new flavors of Kind Seeds, Fruit and Nuts Bars, and Kind Savory Bars. Shop on KindSnacks.com today. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. 
It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor! Gene, we'll boot it! Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Jean. And last hour on the business. I understand now. It's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well. Because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Jean! Run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. paints do you paint with Ooh, um i'm partial to watercolors because they're not as expensive as oils um and they're easier to blend like you got to really be in there with like oils with the like metal tool and mashing and i'm like i'm gonna mess it up and then i spent 50 dollars on this one tube of paint and now i'm angry um whereas watercolors you know you spend 50 dollars, you get like a nice little palette um i mostly like to do like sunsets i'm like, obsessed with painting sunsets they're not hard at all they're fun you don't feel like a failure afterwards people are like that's a sunset i'm like yes it is thank you i succeeded <laughs> <laughs> um because you are very special guests and because you're wearing that very awesome t-shirt oh, we're gonna give you a special prize today you're the first recipient wait do you have a record player yes, yes we, we do, do. 
Okay, I'm going to give you a signed uh, Wish I Was Here vinyl. <laughs> Yay! So much! That's awesome! Um, Joelle will get your address, and I will write you a personal note. And this is a really beautiful uh, double album, and it's 180 grams, which is mm. means it's good. Mm. And, that, and it's from Zach and Donald. Yes. <laughs> by the way, by the way, if you look closely, that's Donald's arms um, because this is the scene where we drive the Aston Martin. Donald, you probably didn't know this. Your 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 arms are on the poster. Is that me? Yeah. These are look. <laughs> look oh yeah, I, could, I I recognize that now. Do I know something funny? Do I know a bit of funny trivia? So when you when you make a movie poster, um, every actor has a different uh, contractual thing. If they're they have to be on the poster, or it's up to the filmmakers. It's it's all in the contract. And in certain things, it's like, well, if you show one person, they, they have it in their contract. Like, well, if this person's face is on the uh, on the poster, then mine has to be on the poster. It's all this you know small print stuff. Well, when we're making the poster. It turns out, and Josh Gad wouldn't have cared, but it didn't matter. It was already in the in the contract. If his face was on the poster, then it triggered other people had to be on the poster. And we couldn't have that because we liked the design. So Josh Gad is technically on, but we put a glare over his face. You see that? <laughs> that is... <laughs> Fuck, dude! <laughs> So, so there's a little bit of trivia for you. Oh, you, my God. Oh my Thank goodness Josh is a cool dude because I'd be like, fuck. Look at this. Look, strategically placed <laughs> glare over his face. That's so funny. Pretty, pretty <laughs> sneaky, Zach. Pretty <laughs> sneaky, Zach. Um, all right, guys. Thank you for coming on the show. You can stay because we're done. Right, we Donald? We finished That's it the already, show. yeah. Uh, fans, we sold out, Donald, of, those, um, of the, of the keychain things. The lockets? They sold out like in 24 hours. No matter how many things we, we put up, they're gone. Do you think it had something to do with me singing Annie? Yes. Yes, of course. Maybe. I can't fathom how many of those things we bought. I see what you her. did there, Daniel. I see it. what you oh, did there. Oh, Daniel. Daniel, did you plan that? <laughs> Daniel, did you plan that? No, oh, I don't know. You did. Let's take credit. You did. What can I say? Um, so the only thing, exciting new thing we have uh, in the merch shop, if you're intrigued, is we have these badge pulls. If you have a job where you need to pull out your, your badge, why not look cool with Donald and I snuggling on your chest? Right? right for Donald? all you lovers out there. Yeah. <laughs> badge <laughs> pulls for all you lovers out there. Yeah, by the way, we, we know we, we created the keychain thing for a Valentine's Day gift, but they're sold out. So give your lover a badge pull. <laughs> for, all, for all you lovers out there, we have. By the way, you Dr. can attach. You can attach the badge part to your lover's waist, and then clip <laughs> this on your waist, and then you guys can just go like this back and forth and bang. I like thought that. you were gonna say something else. I'm what? so glad you didn't. Let what? us move on to the end of the show, okay. where Carrie Brothers will be singing. Yes, Blue Eyes. good. So everybody, <laughs> thank you for tuning in. We care about you. Stay safe. Um, be kind. Love each other like this beautiful couple does. And we're going to end the show with our friend, Carrie Brothers, who is an incredibly talented musician. And here is his song that everybody loves. Go ahead, Don. What are you trying to say? When I first heard this song, and you guys tell me when you listen to it, if you understand what he's saying in the first verse. It's something like, wish enough, a wise man to tell you a lie. What did you think it was? No, this is what I'm talking about. When the bro tossing. What the heck does he say right there? 
Food. I asked him once. He was like, I don't know what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> I asked him and he said he didn't know. All right, so well, you, when you listen you listen to the, when you listen to the song now, you'll see uh you'll see if you can find out what, what <laughs> Carrie's singing about. Uh and also check out Carrie Brothers music because he's a friend of ours, he's a friend of the show, and he's a, a delightful human being. So here's Carrie Brothers with blue eyes. We love you, Mike.
Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, it's Donald, and Kind Snacks has six new flavors for you to crave. Flavors like rosemary, strawberry, jalapeno, and raspberry. Each of the six flavors is made with number one ingredient seeds or nuts and has fruity or savory flavors depending on what you're craving. They're gluten-free with five to six grams of protein in every bar. Nutritious snacking doesn't have to be all blah and boring. The bar for people who love real food. Try all the flavors. Shop on KindSnacks.com today. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova stores, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wounded! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.